This is Claim Your Potential, the empowerment podcast. I'm Sophie Lindbergh, your host and the executive director of Claim Your Potential. Get ready to embark on a transformative journey where we empower women and girls to unlock their full potential in every aspect of life. It's time to claim your potential and step into a life of empowerment. Tune in every Tuesday as we ignite your inner strength, provide actionable insights, and empower you to achieve greatness. So, are you ready to claim your potential? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Claim Your Potential, the empowerment podcast. I'm your host, Sophie, and for this episode, we are joined by Elizabeth Aguilera to discuss life being an inside-out job. Elizabeth specializes in helping women who feel trapped in a life they never wanted to get out of their own way, ditch the self-doubt, and create their life by design, not default. Elizabeth knows about life pivots. She worked as an IT professional for over 30 years in corporate America, and when her job was offshored to India, she started a successful, fully booked business serving seniors and overwhelmed moms for six years. When the familiar pull to something more again took root, she set out on a journey of self-discovery where she found who she was, what she was really meant to do, and applied the transformational success principles to her own life to help her get where she always wanted to be. Today, she embraces her empathetic heart and follows her bliss as the natural-born coach, teacher, encourager, and flourisher she has always been. Please welcome Elizabeth Aguilera. Thank you so much for being with us today, Elizabeth. Thank you, Sophie, for having me and your mission of empowering women and girls in every way speaks to my heart. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you on. And I always enjoy, you know, starting off these episodes with really hearing a little bit about your backstory. And so for you, I know that you've had, you know, a couple of career transitions. And so I would love to know what inspired you to pursue your current profession? Well, in my case, it was a sudden job loss that uh, really was the catalyst for change. I was literally on the beach in Jamaica when it happened. The universe stepped in and it gave me the push I needed to transition, to pivot and become a coach when my job was sent overseas to India. It was devastating. It was my liberation. And it is exactly what I needed to start living my own life. Yeah. And I know in your your bio, you mentioned that part of what you do with women is you know, really help them not feel so trapped in their lives, in their careers. And so, you know, in what ways did you feel trapped in your previous career? Well, I can think of three ways right off the bat where I was trapped in my marriage, in my mind, and in my job. And I was trapped in a toxic marriage with a narcissist. Uh, After years of staying and hoping it would get better, I just felt like my soul was dying, and that's what gave me the courage to fight with everything I had to reclaim myself. In my job, I knew I would lose my job for two decades before it happened, but I was just so paralyzed by fear I couldn't do anything about it. It was a prestigious job and a good company with good pay and benefits, and everything looked great on the outside, but it was costing me everything to keep it on the inside. and. Once again, I was forced to deal with what my soul was telling me to take care of all along when 
the universe stepped in. And the, the most important place I would say that I was trapped was in my own mind. It's really my mindset that kept me stuck and unable to move forward even when I desperately wanted to. I didn't think I had any options, and so I didn't see any other options. So my thoughts sort of created a self-fulfilling prophecy. And George Lucas has this wonderful quote, we all live in cages with the doors wide open. And I created my own cage with my own thinking. And I limited my possibilities when there is always a choice. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is something that a lot of people, including myself, have struggled with. And, you know, it takes a long time to to get through that door. I think, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, when you're in relationships that keep holding you back, that make you feel like the door is slowly closing on you. You know, it becomes almost that that survival instinct at some point where it's, oh no, I see the door closing. I have to get out of this cage. Otherwise I'm going to be trapped here. Oh no, I have to run. I have to go. And it's a very hard feeling and it's a very difficult situation to come to terms with. And I'm, I mentioned this a few times that that I'm a survivor of emotional abuse. And I had a you know similar moment of, you know, I thought everything was okay. And then I was in that cage and then I felt like I wasn't happy in my life and I wasn't happy with what I was doing in my life. And I was with the wrong person. And then all of a sudden, you know, as days went by, I would see that door slowly getting a little bit closer to getting shut. And um, it took really having that revelation to go, oh no, there's only like a little sliver left that's open. I have to get through that. Otherwise I'll never get out. So I think that's an amazing analogy and and thank you for sharing that because I think it really resonates with a lot of the people listening to this podcast. Absolutely. You talk about survival mode and that's another part, uh, a big part of my life that I was in survival mode for so much of it. And that's why inner work was really what helped freed me from that survival mode and that mentality, not being able to see any possibilities for myself. The inner work is something that maybe a lot of people don't talk about or maybe realize, but that is the key to everything. The inner work, it's knowing who you are. It's the things that you tell yourself about yourself. (laughs) It really is the key to everything. It's where your power comes from. You know, it's being careful of your thoughts. What do you tell yourself? What are the stories that are playing in your mind and where did they come from? Are they your truth or are they things that maybe other people told you that, you know, that you took on when they're not truth at all? So you have the power to change what you think. And that is huge. That when I took the time to do the inner work and, and these things became sort of evident, it was eye-opening. And it, it, again, the start of everything good that started to happen in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'd love to, you know, talk a little bit about the women that you help with, you know, really helping them break out of their shell and break out of, you know, those, those bad patterns and really get in touch with the life that they want. And so I'm curious, you know, what is your process for helping someone get in touch with their dreams, with their true self? 
Well, in the Dream Builder program, we help people start to envision what it is that they would love in their life. We forget that we are creators and that we have the power to create our own life. If you take the time to design that life. And so we take the time in all four quadrants in health and well-being and your love and relationships in your vocation, in your time and money freedom. And what would you love your life to be like in every single area? And you can't achieve what you don't see. And so the first part of the program is really seeing where it is that you want to go. And really that's the the foundation and we go from there. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. And I think, you know, when we think about really developing who we are, you know, what our passions are and really figuring out, you know, what our dreams are, what we want to do with our life, I think a lot of it really ties into our younger self and experiences that we had, you know, growing up. And so, you know, I I always like to hear where, you know, you were at in that headspace when you were younger. So is there any advice that, you know, you would give to your younger self to maybe help you avoid some of the pitfalls you fell into? Uh, Definitely. I would definitely tell myself a couple of things. First of all, keep your individuality and what makes you, you. I lost myself when I got in a relationship and I stopped doing the things that I loved. I put them first. And that was a big mistake. And also invest in yourself every day and expand your mind and feed your soul. Again, I stopped investing in myself. and. It was a huge mistake. Uh, My life became small and deeply unfulfilling. And you're either expanding or dying. There's no in-between. So invest in yourself. Socrates has a wonderful quote, to know thyself is the beginning of wisdom. And investing in yourself is how you get there. Also, I would say, always set a goal for yourself. Life is just so much more fun when you're working towards something, and you'll always have something to talk about. People will always want to know what you're up to, and who knows who you'll inspire just being you. And this one is big, the last one. Say yes. I was saying no to just about everything. And say yes to opportunities, invitations, parties, classes, courses, whatever you can, because no growth happens in your comfort zone. Oh my goodness. Yes. And, you know, to speak to your first point on, you know, losing yourself, I think this is something that a lot of, especially us young women go through when we get into, you know, our first really, you know, big, serious relationships. You know, it's, it's easy to go, you know, I want to keep this person. They love me. I love them. I don't want to, you know, do anything that will make them feel, you know, unhappy or stressed. So I'm going to focus all of my attention on this other human being. And I'm going to put all of my priorities on this other human being. And I think that's a trap a lot of us fall into. I've fallen into it. And it, you know, turned out to be one of the most awful situations that I've I've experienced. But I think that, you know, there's there's such great advice there that when you're in relationships with people, 
you know, it's two people in that relationship together. It's not one person and, you know, the other person is there to simply, you know, go along with everything the other person does and says and wants. It's, you know, your two individuals that are together that, you know, like each other, love each other, whatever it may be, that are there to support each other and support each other's dreams and to help each other grow, not to hold each other back or make each other, you know, feel like that you can't be yourself. And so I wanted to, you know, speak to your point there. And also your last point on saying yes to everything. I just had a a guest on a couple days ago and we talked a lot about saying yes and how, you know, it's really easy for us to say no. And we're so comfortable saying no with, with new experiences, with, you know, new jobs, with new opportunities. And, you know, we, we come up with the yes buts and never the yes and, right? It's always, yes, but what about this? Yes, but I don't think I can do it that way. Yes, but I don't have the time. And we should be coming up with, yes, and I'm going to do this too. Yes, and I think that this might be great if I add this into it. Or yes, and I'm going to start that new job next week or, or whatever it may be. And so I think that you know, to to that piece of advice, I, I'm hoping that's something that a lot of our listeners take away that there's so much power in those yes experiences. You learn so much from them. Go ahead, Adele. Don't be afraid to try something new because there are no mistakes. You can't make a mistake because even if it doesn't work out, maybe in the, the way that you thought it would, you'll learn something, you'll grow. And there's right there is the win. So there's no need to be afraid to try something. Yes. And I like to ask guests this, especially those that have, you know, really started their own businesses or own organizations, because I think that, you know, there's a lot of women out there that, you know, are looking to go down that entrepreneurial path and, you know, start their own organizations, businesses, whatever it may be. And so did you ever have a moment or a couple moments of imposter syndrome? And if so, how did you overcome them? Without a doubt, <laughs> I've had imposter syndrome. <laughs> you know, it was especially loud and especially just relentless when I was somewhere I knew I wasn't supposed to be. So I was in my career and 20 of those 30 years were very unhappy. But there was a deep sense of imposter syndrome there. And I, I believe that it, it came mostly because even though I was successful and I was making it work, something in me knew I wasn't where I was supposed to be. And so that was definitely one time when I had the imposter syndrome for a long time. And, you know, I think that everybody has a bit of this. And it's just, the self-talk, it's just inspiring yourself. It's just standing on the truth of, I might feel a little bit uncomfortable, yes, but this will pass, you know, and it's okay to be uncomfortable for the sake of growth. It's like, I only feel this way because I'm starting something new. And if you just keep telling yourself and taking steps, just baby steps every day, you know, though that imposter syndrome and that those loud voices that tell you, you know, who do you think you are? You can't do this. 
those voices start to quiet down because you're proving to yourself in the moment that I'm doing. And action is how those voices uh, really disappear. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more there. And especially when you, when you said that, you know, a lot of us, most of us have felt this at some point. And I think, you know, really understanding that imposter syndrome, when you're trying something different, when you're going for something new, when you're changing your life, when you're doing something big, it's almost natural to feel, you know, an initial moment of imposter syndrome because you're doing something that's outside of your comfort zone that's new to you that is, you know, scary because it's it's new and you're not used to it and you might be be having those moments of who am i to do this who am i to have this success this is you know this is strange i don't deserve this you know when you finally get that that moment of success after trying something different trying something new there and so i think that you know understanding that it's going to happen at least once and knowing how to to really not overcome it, but to reframe your mindset, as you said, reframe your thought process so that, you know, let's say it happens once, but then next time you feel that moment, next time you have that feeling of, oh no, I don't feel like I'm worthy of, of this success or of this career I'm building. Instead, you can, you know, reframe it yourself and, and change it to, you know what, I've come such a long way. I've come so far and I'm proud of myself and I have more to learn and I have more to grow but I know that I am where I need to be and I'm you know, going to make the most out of this experience. Absolutely. It's a universal condition that everybody goes through. And so even if you know that this is not unusual, you're, you're not alone, everybody goes through this and you just stand on the truth of who you are. You just stand on the truth of where you've come from and what you're doing and have that conviction in yourself that you know that what you're doing is the right thing and that'll also give you courage to keep going and to quiet down those voices that will inevitably pop up but it's it's okay to be uncomfortable in the interest of growth <laughs> exactly that's always where the most growth happens is in those uncomfortable moments where you're forced to really get outside of that comfort zone and say all right this is a brand new experience to me. This is a brand new topic. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to try it anyways. So that's absolutely where it happens. And I would love to really connect everything together and ask you, what is one thing that our listeners should take away from this conversation? That it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay that you can't see the entire direction that you're supposed to go in. Take baby steps towards where you want to go, and the next steps will be revealed. It takes courage to, to go for what you want. It takes courage to step into something new and just have that belief in yourself and take those steps, even if they're baby steps every day, and you will see progress. I think a lot of people think if I don't know every step of how I have to get from here to there, then I can't take the risk. And the most wonderful things that I've ever done in my life, I took with a leap of faith. And once I took the step, then things opened up 
and things were revealed and I was able to see the way. So just have that courage to take the first step. Amazing. I want to say thank you so much for sharing that. And that's something that I, I really resonated with and that I've struggled with for a few years or most of my life, actually, where I you know, was so afraid because I didn't know the next step. And I didn't want to take any, you know, any steps. I didn't want to change. I didn't want to try anything different because I was so afraid of the outcome because I couldn't see the entire path all the way to the very end. And so I was like, there's no way I can go down that road. I can't see what's at the end of the road. I, I don't know what's going to happen. And um, it took taking the very first step forward and telling myself, you know what? I bet that whatever is at the end of that path is going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And if it's not, then, oh, well. And it's just, you know, and, and I took that first step towards doing something different. So I think that's, you know, absolutely right. It's all it takes. Just that one simple step, you know, that baby step to really just completely change your life. And so I want to say thank you so much for sharing that. And for our listeners that would love to, you know, keep hearing your wisdom, to connect with you. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Oh, thank you, Sophie. I would love to offer your audience a free strategy session uh, to help them find clarity, to set them up for success. And you can sign up for a free strategy session at my website, elizabethaguilera.lifemasteryconsultant.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, and have a wonderful rest of your day. You've been such a wonderful guest. And there's so many pieces of wisdom that I'm that I'm thinking back on that we've talked about that not just only hit home with me, but also was a great reminder to me for, you know, those days when I'm having a hard day and I don't feel like I can do it anymore. That, you know, who am I to to run an organization? Who am I to try to be successful? And, you know, I think a lot of what you shared is, is really going to help get me through those moments. So I want to say, you know, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and thank you for all of your amazing wisdom and the work you do. Sophie, it was such a pleasure. And uh, you just keep stepping into your power in the most audacious way as you are <laughs> and showing everyone what empowerment looks like. <laughs> Thank you so much. And same to you. You are such a amazing coach for women. And I think that there's so much power in that. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that you're taking on, you know, that role of really helping women feel empowered in their lives. And so, you know, we're like-minded there. So great minds think alike. They do. You're a sweet joy. So thank you so much, Sophie. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. <laughs> My pleasure. That brings us to the end of another empowering episode on Claim Your Potential, the empowerment podcast. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed our show and want to learn more about the work we do, you can visit our website, claimyourpotential.org. There, you can access our tools and workbooks, sign up for workshops, join our mentorship program, listen to previous and future episodes, donate to support our cause, and find out how you can get involved. For even more inspiring content, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Claim Potential, where we share inspiration, educational resources, episode and program announcements, and other content designed to help you reach your full potential. 
Your support means the world to us. And a free way to support our show is by leaving a rating and review on the podcast streaming platform of your choice. Your feedback helps us grow and reach even more people with our empowering message. If you're unsure of how to do this, head over to our website's leave a review page for step-by-step instructions. Thank you to each and every one of you for being a part of this empowering community. Tune in next time as we continue our journey of learning and discover even more ways to claim your potential. Until then, remember that you have the power to create the life you desire. Keep striving and keep growing.